Welcome to the February podcast for the Simple Farms program. I'm Lori Boyer. Program creator Scott Scheimer is joining me for our conversation here today. In addition to creating this mobile app, Scott is also the owner of Scheimer Farms. And Scott, we learned more about you as you were a guest speaker on a panel here recently for a Rule of Voices presentation. And that is a joint meeting of Action 22, Club 20, and Pro 15. And Scott, the way that I always describe those organizations is that they are the rural advocacy organizations when it comes to policy, economic development, and discussions going on in the rural areas. They kind of are the bridge between us and lawmakers, uh, the county commissioners, economic development people, they all get together and, and talk about these things. And so you are there as part of a panel. So we can start there and then talk more about this program. And that's why we wanted to bring you in was to talk about kind of the technology and development of this program and why, and it led to some other discussions. What did you think about that meeting? I have never been to an event like that. It created an incredible opportunity for me to just have a dialogue with these individuals. And I think it also gave a lot of perspective of where they're doing. And I'm hoping that my presentation kind of told them what we're really doing out here on the farm. The presentation started with you talking about this technology. I know you created a program to help farmers track their expenses and their return on investment and also has a mobile app included with it. Explain to our listeners how you talked about that and why you talked about that at the meeting. Farmers need a way to figure out their cost of production. Our margins are so tight and there's so many variables involved in our industries anymore. So many new things we're trying is Scott, and as you mentioned, looking at our operation, both in terms of financial, but also production aspects, and that's what this program does. Some of the conversations that took place afterwards that I was involved in or privy to anyway, was also on the fact that you are a farmer sitting there and taking part in this meeting. And most of the people at these meetings represent farmers as constituents. And it was brought up that it was so nice to hear from a grassroots boots on a ground farmer rather than just talking about farming. And I think you might've started something because they're talking about bringing in some more boots on the ground people to their next meeting. So hopefully you found some value in that. I know there was a lot of questions to you on carbon farming, especially. Absolutely, Lori. You know, I think I mentioned it about a year ago on one of our podcasts we worked on together. We need to go out and tell our story and get the word out there not only to our legislatures, but just to the general public, but uh, definitely the legislatures, especially after this, just with the rulemaking and regulations and everything that might be coming down the pike on us, we got to get our own story out there. And I know a lot of farmers don't like to go out and actually communicate. We definitely like to stay in our own little circle, but I think it's important we all go out and tell a little more of our own story. And we all have a unique story. That's one thing I do love about promoting simple farms and traveling to meet producers is every one of them's got a different way of looking at themselves, a different way of operating. All of us have a little different perspective on each operation. And it's, it's a lot of fun to learn that from all these individuals, but we need to go out and tell our story to people that are off the farm. For the record, I think you did an excellent job. You're an excellent speaker, but also very connectable. You were genuine in what you said and how you said it. And I think that you also opened eyes on to what really is going on with regards to the 
the carbon credit side of things. And I know you're doing that on Shimer Farms. And I think that a lot of people were asking you various questions on that. But even after in some of the conversations I had, there are a couple of people that had no idea uh, what was going on with that. And especially when you talked about some of the buyers of carbon credits. So I think that was another good aspect to what you brought to the table that day. And it's so new to us too, Lori. You know, farmers, we're seasonal adopters. We look at all the options and what packages and what things are out there we're going to use on our farm each year. And that just happens through this little time period here up till spring. And then off for a whole nother year, the carbon market, we really got involved last year. So we're just kind of getting through the entire process from the beginning to the end and learning a lot of new things right before you and I jumped on. We're meeting with an individual who uh, one of these companies that we are working with biologicals. We're talking algae products now and how they can benefit us in carbon sequestering and crop improvement. It's just constantly a whirlwind of new things, but they all integrate into one whirlwind of what we're trying to do as a better producer, a better steward. And then there's opportunities like the carbon market where we can generate some outside revenue just beyond just production agriculture. That's a story that we can tell. And uh, the people that aren't on the farms, we can connect in that aspect. They would, you know, there's a lot of environmental outlook and we've got to answer those questions too on the climate in and what we can do is a better job ourselves, whether we truly understand all of it or have all the same strong convictions as others, we still have to get along and get on the same page and have a similar dialogue. Scott, with regard to what you're doing in a carbon farming market, you're able to track that information in the Simple Farms program. Is that correct? The program tracks all your daily operations, everything you're doing. And then we look at it in an analysis as to what our cost of production is and where we need to be marketing. But we can also utilize the platform to submit our daily operations, our inputs to the carbon market platforms. And so we already have the data collected. That's a big part of the carbon program is collecting all your data and submitting it. And it is a lot of legwork. We're actually looking to develop an update in the program, hopefully have it launched by next year, where you'll just push a hot button and it'll just satisfy the carbon platform without having to pull all the data out, separate chemical input relative to fertility or tillage practices. We're actually going to develop a part in the program that specifically answers the carbon market. And so we're hoping to put that into Simple Farms. Excellent. I foresee you really being on the ball on this and really getting ahead of the game because as other farmers start getting into this, which I believe they will, and it looks like they will according to interviews I've done on it. And here you are with program ready to go for them. That will make life much easier. Oh, again, the whole reason I built the Simple Farms program was uh, really to simplify the bookkeeping. It's difficult and we hate doing it. I know most guys can relate right now. We've had to do that silly USDA survey. That helped me a lot on that. We're talking to our accountants. We're talking to our bankers getting ready for the next year, where our forecasts are and all those aspects. I pulled the data off of Simple Farms to do it and help myself through those processes and really simplify my time in the office and at the desk. Scott, let's talk about that census of ag survey. You have some opinions on that. Tell me a little bit more about that. I feel like they're asking for a lot of information that I don't think we necessarily have to disclose. I guess my other frustration is over all the years of farming, I'm on my 32nd. 
I've been told over and over that the censuses are going to help us as a producer. I've never found a government program that truly benefits us as opposed to how about we just uh, do the old fashioned capitalist aspect and let the market freehand market dictate our benefits. And uh, we go that route. So it's I guess that's as far as I'll go on that perspective. Bringing it back to the program, I also wanted to point out that when we were talking uh, with you at Rural Voices on the panel last week, you talked about the program being, um, I can't remember what the term you used, but it was really cute about how you made it look like a video game. You got some pretty good response from the audience on that. And I don't know that you and I have talked a whole lot about that aspect, but the graphics side of Simple Farms. Yeah. So, you know, that was probably one of the more difficult parts of designing the program is conceptualizing how it was going to look and how it was going to function. And I was writing the manual on the program and how I was going to make this all work, but I didn't conceptualize how it appeared or how it was going to really work and got home late one night. We were in middle wheat harvest and my kids were helping out. They ran home and they still, for some reason, had to go play their video games. And I walked in the house and they were playing farm simulator. And that just kind of hit me as that's exactly what I want this program to kind of look like is farm simulator in real life, you know, just the farming game in real life. I think you use the word gamified it. <laughs> that was You're exactly right. That's right. We tried to, we tried to gamify it. We'd still, even in development with the team, we've always talked about trying to even get deeper and deeper into gamifying the aspect of the, the program to really make it user-friendly and, uh, and, and fun to use as well. Also saw you at the Colorado Farm Show. How did that go for you? Oh, the Colorado Farm Show has been great for us. This was our second year and uh, just meeting the producers and the traction. And it's a little more of a front range aspect. So we're learning a lot about what those guys have to deal with, especially when it comes to your EPA records. So we really want to do a little more legwork on Simple Farms and improve it for those guys and just everything they're dealing with relative to what we're dealing with is just a little different, but uh, we really get good traction there and meet a lot of great people. And we really enjoyed it. And we'll definitely keep going to that show. show. Yeah. The few times I did walk by your booth, you were super busy. I feel like you had a crowd almost the whole time, at least this times I saw you there. So that's a good thing. I'm glad people are stopping and talking, especially given the fact that you are one of the only tech companies that is part of the Colorado Farm Show trade show. You know, everybody else's product base as far as, you know, adding products or uh, equipment or anything else. But as far as just a tech program, we're, we're one of the limited few at almost every show we attend. All right, Scott, another aspect to what you're doing is, of course, the, the shrimp farm. How's that going for you now? Well, it's good, Lori. We uh, just got through our last bit of our first batch. We didn't get very many caught, so we're going to drain the tanks down, get the rest of the shrimp out. We're going to make some modifications to the system, and then we're going to get going again. We're even looking at trying to apply for some grants that might help us really improve our system. And uh, so we're kind of going through that process right now. So when do you anticipate starting back up? Just ordered the materials to do some updates to the system. So, you know, trade shows are really busy for us through the month of February. So I'm hoping to have our system up running by mid-March and our new batch in there, which takes about three months to get to fruition. So uh, hopefully early spring or summer we'll be uh, selling the next round. And it won't be long and you and I will be talking about an orchard farm too. <laughs> That's correct. We can That's save correct. that for another day. But 
but true entrepreneurial spirit, uh, just very diversified and new ideas all the time. I know also right now, Scott, you and Julie and your team are spending a lot of time just having Zoom calls and talking about the program, meetings, things like that, trying to generate interest, but also answer a lot of questions. So that will continue. I know it's year round, but right now is when you probably spend a little bit extra time in those conversations. Is that right? That's correct. Right now is kind of the big push. So we've gone and seen customers that have been with us for a few years, sit down, just anything they might need help with, perspective what we can do with the program or perspective, how we can help them look at different analysis. We're going to meet a few new customers tomorrow. We're doing the no-till conference in Burlington for the next two days. I have a breakout speaking session at that. And so we'll go up there and set up our booth, meet with our customers up there. And then Julie and I can get on the road. And then we have a show in Holyoke. I speak at the innovation and ag. We got a lot going on and uh, we're also going to put on our own show in March and here in Shine Wells. And along with some of our partners that we're selling products for and are helping us promote Simple Farms. And tell me just a little bit more about that show in March. Yeah, so each year we put on an event here in Shine Wells for our customers and anybody interested in it. And we work with Locus Ag. They come down and present the biologicals for the carbon market and talk about it. And then we've also been working with Elevate Ag and on their products, their uh, liquid application of products that we're using, uh, their HyperGrow and um, biologicals. And uh, so we're just out promoting everybody we work with and their products we use that we really believe in and try to get it in the hands for our neighbors as well. That show is coming up on March 8th and will take place at Shimer Farms in Cheyenne Wells. I want to thank my guests for joining me on this month's podcast. Again, Scott Shimer, he is the creator of the Simple Farms LLC Financial Analysis Program. For more information on anything that we talked about here today, including the program, be sure to log on to simplefarms.ag. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I'm Lori Boyer. 